Hello, Baltimore. Before we start this week's episode, we would like to give our condolences to the family of Mo Gabba. Mo was a Ravens fan and an Orioles fan, but he was so much more than that. The young man had a laugh that was contagious, and his positive attitude was an inspiration to all of Baltimore. We'd like to dedicate this episode to Mo, his family, and his friends. Well, hello, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond. It is currently Wednesday, and we are watching the Orioles trail the uh, New York Yankees uh, 5-2 to two in the top of the second inning. Uh, meanwhile, we'll also do a little bit of podcasting. Uh, as usual, uh, my name is Jimmy, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matt. And uh, we're going to take you for a little ride through, uh, through last week, through this week, and what does the future hold? So, uh, Matt, what's been going on with you? Um, nothing much, man. Just got the game on here. Um, got a Popeye's chicken sandwich in me, so I'm ready to go. Oh, well, that sounds lovely. <laughs> you got to go spicy? No, I do not get mine spicy. Do you Have you had it? I, I've had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, yes, but uh, okay. I don't need to – I don't do the whole spice thing. Well, yeah, I know you never, you never like spicy stuff, but – yeah. The classic one. Uh, once you have the spicy one, the classic one pretty much has no taste. Just doesn't do the same. It doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah, I think I'm more of a uh, loyal to the other chicken people anyway. No, I gotcha. So, if I go to Popeyes, it's for uh, biscuits and a large Mountain Dew. Oh, just the biscuits, huh? Just the biscuits. Wow. Don't need anything else. Just the biscuits. <laughs> I'll go ahead and wolf down about twenty three biscuits in one sitting. Yeah. Well, we'll be able. We'll have to test that at some point. Well, you know, when we can test it, we can go ahead and test the twenty three biscuits when we go ahead and do our hug chug. There you um, go. And we can go ahead and use those hugs to wash it down. Uh, as we went yeah. ahead and hit three hundred followers uh, earlier this week, that was super exciting. Right. Yeah. So, three hundred and five. Uh, what are What are we going to start calling our followers? I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. Anybody has a question, you can go ahead and light us up on uh, on the Twitter at Bleacher Birds and let us know what you'd like to be called, and uh, we'll take it under consideration. But realistically, we'll probably just find something funny. The Bleacher Bird Watchers? Well, like I mean, bird Watchers? Really... Bleacher Bird Watchers? Yeah, but they're not watching us. They're more listening to us. And yeah, Bleacher your Bird Listeners just doesn't sound good. All right. Well, you you threw this at me with no preparation, so I'm trying my best here. I'm not John Means. I can't throw a 95 mile an hour fastball, but I can throw you a couple curveballs. All right. Hey, is that 95 miles an hour? Is that um, is that normal for him? I think that's Uh, a little higher than he was throwing. I I think John's going out there and he's just trying to show uh, that there is no no more arm fatigue and that he's ready. So he, yeah, was, so he was lighting up 95, he hit 96 on the pitch that he hit, um, what was that, uh, Glabier Torres or whoever the heck it was, but whoever yeah. he hit after, uh, after Judge. So, hey, he's he's hitting the mark with uh, with some speed. So you got to enjoy seeing that. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. So you know, there's somebody else to give up five runs in the first inning. Yeah, that's not good for the. Uh, well, this team can hit, but that's not good for the Orioles to start every game five runs down. Oh, hey, for what it's worth, he's gotten the first two guys out in the uh, top of the second now. <laughs> so. This is officially a this is officially a watch along now. It really is. <laughs> so, uh, well, why don't we break off from from this a little bit? Um, and as we uh, as we talk about the uh, talk about the Orioles and the game, uh, you know, there was a little bit of a lineup change. Uh, with today's game as well as yesterday's game. And the people all want to know, uh, you're going to have to find that acapella music. Where in the world is Chris Davis? (laughs) Yeah, um, I think I know where he is, but what are your thoughts here? All right, so he's either opting out so that he can uh, go home to his wife and kid because he's scared. Um, he's uh, in the doghouse with uh, with Brandon Hyde because he wasn't paying attention to how many outs there were, and they had a uh, kerfluffle in the uh, in the clubhouse, I imagine. Or there's always the uh, third option of potentially he has COVID. Right. So, which way are you leaning? All right. So, I know he doesn't have to come out and say he has it. Correct. But I think the organization has to. So, I think that one's out. Okay. So, it's been two days. I think that option's out. What I think it is, is the whole situation in Boston. So, it wasn't just that he missed, he miscounted the outs in the inning. Mm -hmm. If you were watching that game, did you watch the end of it? it? His last at bat? Uh, I did not see that one. Hey, Aaron Judge struck out swinging. Okay, so back to Chris Davis. So his last at bat, he hits a – I mean, he hit a pretty much a long fly ball that looked like a pop-up. Mm-hmm. But it's in Boston. You got that green monster that's really close. Oh, is that where he got the uh, the hit off the monster and he didn't run it out? Yep, because he, he thought it was a pop-up. So he didn't even run. And he almost got thrown out at second base. Mm-hmm. So because yeah, he wasn't running. It was like five feet from a home run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the crazy and that, thing. And that wasn't the worst part. And then he he did what you said. He forgot how many outs there were. Probably because he was counting himself as an out already. Right. And he just took off and got doubled up. So if 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 he would have just not run out that double, I don't think it would have been that bad. But it was just a combination. Like, he's just not in it, man. His head is like somewhere else. And I've been noticing, like, he's already getting upset. At his at-bats. And you know what's crazy is, he, like, earlier, uh, even in spring training 2.0 or summer camp or whatever you want to call it, like, he was sitting down with Brandon Hyde and, like, talking to him during the practices and everything. And, um, you know, it just – you thought that he was there, and clearly he's not. Now, here's the thing. It, maybe – Maybe everything is going on with the COVID and everything. You know, I mean, that'll take everybody's mind off of anything else that's going on. So there's potential in there that maybe that's what's going on is just, you know, he's concerned about his wife, concerned about his kid. Meanwhile, he's out playing. And then, you know, what happened four days ago, or however many days ago it was, where half of Miami, including the uh, Marlins, conducted uh, Corona. And then, uh, or COVID, and uh, excuse me, and then um, 
half the Phillies did too. So, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's a very real situation that's going on. We're we're not out of this yet, and the ball players are you know at risk to an extent. No, I think and right now the way it's going, since I just did see that the a couple of Phillies, I think it was a coach and a um one of the workers, not not a player. Right. But the way it's going, and they've already canceled some games because of that, I think we're just gotta enjoy this while it lasts because Yeah, there's no way that we're playing sixty games. Yeah. There's no way we're playing sixty games. There's no way that we get to a World Series. Um at some point in time, you know, I mean, maybe we get another week of this. You know, maybe we get two weeks, but there's no way we get 60 games at, at this standpoint. Or you know what? You could play the, play it out and the last team standing without any illnesses wins the World Series. Jesus, God. <laughs> the MLB Hunger Games. <laughs> Dear Lord. So did you watch a lot of World Games this week? Um, you know, I've tried to, but some of them have been downright painful. So um, why don't we go ahead and um, let's see, let me take this and minimize that. You're going to have to keep me updated on the Orioles game because I'm going to go to uh, somewhere else on this wonderful phone here. Okay. It's uh, still 5-2 right now. On this laptop here. Yeah, so yeah. It, you know, well, it's funny, the, the Orioles are going to be what makes me get a second cable box. Um, just so I can watch it while we're uh, while we're podcasting. So once a week is why I'm going to go ahead and get a second cable box. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we need some uh, real real microphones first before we do that. Real microphones. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, what kind of professional operation do you think we're running here? No, that's my point. We're not. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, we'll we'll make a deal. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a hug chug mm-hmm. at three hundred. So, at how many followers do we need for us to buy microphones? That's got to be like a thousand, right? Well, I was thinking like five hundred, but I mean, hey, if, oh, you, see, want, that's- if you want to wait till we hit a thousand, that's fine. Yeah, let's do that. All right, then then it'll be serious. So, folks, get used to this. Uh, get used to this setup because you ain't gonna hear uh, professional recording in anytime soon. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. So let's take a look at this daggone schedule and what the heck's been going on. So we uh, first and foremost, since we're talking about Chris Davis, let's take a look at the uh, the Red Sox home opener, which we lost thirteen to two. Let's take a look at our predictions. Uh, so you had Chris Davis going down, looking at strike three for his first at bat. Yeah, and I had him blasting a home run around the. Uh, what we so uh, duly named the douchebag pole. And, yes. uh, neither one of us were correct. What did he end up doing? Uh, he ended up uh, uh, grounding out to the second baseman. I think um, – so my brother texted me after he heard our predictions, mm-hmm. and I think that was his pick. All right. So he got it. All right, so one so. person was right. So Todd was right. One on the board for Todd, Todd or yep. Rod. Uh, one point for Todd <laughs> or Rod. So, yep. uh, folks, if if you want to get in on any of these games, by all means, just go ahead and tweet us at Bleacher Birds. And uh, when we go ahead and throw out a uh, throw out a question, feel free to uh, participate. Yep. So here, I'll, I've got a fun one for you. So it's uh, uh bottom of the second, three two, one out. Yankees up five to two. Who will be the next Oriole to hit a home run? 
Um, I'm going to go – I'll go Ruiz. I've been liking him this nice. the start this year. And you know what it is. It's that hair, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's where his power is coming from. All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Santander just because I feel like he needs to uh, he needs to go ahead and get a hold of one. So we'll, uh, we'll keep tabs on that. All right. So I know uh, Ruiz is on deck, so we'll see what happens there. Did you hear how they're pronouncing Santander's name now? Santander? Yeah, they changed it again. Oh, how are they pronouncing it now? I guess he told him it was it's supposed to be Santander. Ah, yes, yeah, Santander. Yeah. Yeah. Next year it'll be something else. Hey, you know what? That's okay. I'm all right with it. Santander. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my name. Um. So our um, our starting pitcher that opening opening game didn't have a great one, huh? No. So Tommy Malone, uh, number sixty nine, nice. Um, did not necessarily have a nice first start. So he started off uh, started off okay, if I remember correctly, like the first couple innings, and then after that, he just started getting rocked. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it, you find out why these guys are uh, well, they call them journeymen, you know. And uh, but honestly, I I think uh, I think Tom Malone only had you know the Orioles tanking. In this season, they he knew that that's what the plan was, um, so he was just trying to be a team player and go out there and throw a little bat in practice. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he expected to make the opening day start, so that kind of threw him off his uh, routine a little bit. No, but I did see uh, earlier today they were talking about he is uh, slated to make his next start on Sunday. Okay, so he's going to get another shot. We'll see as opposed to the jack wagon that pitched yesterday and has a 162.0 ERA and is uh, now in Bowie. Oh, uh, Carol? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shipped him out already. Yeah. Yeah, he had a rough inning. Yes, he did. Well, he, did, he didn't even finish that inning. But you know yeah, who he, else? Um... He got one out. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Look at this. Look who just went deep. Get out of here. I'm seeing Ruiz. Two, two and one. Now, I'm not seeing any deep. I, I'm seeing 2-1. Rio Ruiz hunters right. on a line drive to right center. All right. Hey, there we there go. We go. That. One run ball game. <laughs> now, since this is, this is going to come out for like a day or two, I don't even think people are going to believe that. No, nah, no. Nah, nobody's going to believe this. So you're, <laughs> you're going to have to get this out early Saturday as opposed to Saturday night and see if uh... – yeah. Now, wait. Are you, are you still going into the office? Yeah, so I am going tomorrow. So I'm gonna say, if you weren't going into the office, you can go ahead and do some work and throw that thing up there tomorrow. Yeah, no, it'll be. Uh, it's gonna take a day. Yeah, yeah, you gotta find all the uh, all the wonderful drops that everybody loves. So you are quickly becoming our button lover. <laughs> do, do do people love it? I don't know. I haven't seen any feedback. I mean, uh, from everybody that I've talked to, absolutely loves whenever you insert anything random into there. And just interrupts right, uh, interrupts us talking. I think people well, as come, long as come, people come for the drops and they stay for the podcast. Right. Well, as long as you love it, you know I do. All right, all right. So we got Cedric Mullins. All right, so here we go again. So I'm looking at this uh, at this feed here again, and we'll get back to uh, Orioles talking in a quick second. Uh, they have Cedric Mullins, and the image of the guy batting is a white guy. <laughs> 
I mean, it just MLB. Let's let's pick this up, guys. Come on. I understand it's just like a figure, a generic figure, but there's no way this is Cedric Mullins. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they gotta get on top of this. They, they really need to fix this. I, I need to get some cable feed so we can uh, talk about that. All right, so <laughs> off the rails, uh, off the rails with Jimmy and Matt. Um, right. So, do you have anything else to take out of the home opener? Or out of the um, Boston Red Sox home opener? No, nothing out of the opener, just from the Davis. Uh, oh, no, that was the third game, actually. Yeah. So, well, what I did. And- I- What's that? Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't like take notes game for game, but I I do have like an overall first week kind of like good, bad, and ugly situation going on. Oh, careful! You're trying on uh, tender territory. Somebody else already does a good, bad, and ugly. Oh, uh, do they? Yeah. Well, let's read. What are they? Well, that's exactly what they named it. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Oh boy! All right. Well, um, no, we, can, we can we can rename it something else. All right. We'll think of something else. But in the meantime, all right. That was just for the you. shocking, the shocking moment of the podcast. <laughs> that that was me taking your good, bad, and ugly idea and throwing it away. Okay. Yeah. All right. I did not. I did not know somebody else did that. So yeah, yeah. we won't. We won't do that. Apologies to Bird's Eye View. Oh, is that who does it? Okay. Yeah. Well, what I'll what I'll do then. We can go game for game if you want, but then at the end, I'll I'll just do like an overall what I liked and what I didn't like. Well, I didn't have a per se game for game, but uh, but we can just kind of take a look at the Boston series in total. So yeah. we end up taking two out of three from Boston, and Boston is more trash than we are. I mean, that's what my take out of this is. They have absolutely zero pitching. Um, they're <laughs> they're essentially in the same place that we were. Um, uh, two years ago of where they had a couple of guys that are quote unquote name players like P- uh, Pilar. Um, mm-hmm. And then like everything else is just kind of a plug and play. And I think what Boston's going to do is they're going to take a serious look at uh, where they are this season. And I wouldn't be surprised if Boston started tanking. Yeah. Um, yeah, we one thing about one thing I wanted to say though about Pilar, mm-hmm. he is one of those guys like I hate I hate him, <laughs> but it's but it but it's because he's so damn good. He's your he, so PR is your uh, Ben Zobrist of this year. Yeah, I mean he is. I mean in the outfield you can't hit anything by him. No, so that's why I hate him, and I hate that we had we had to play him on the Blue Jays, and then. He, he leaves the Blue Jays and just goes to the Red Sox, and we got to see him same amount of games. Yep. But anyway, go ahead. So, uh, so looking back at the other two games, so uh, Alex Cobb, uh, I think that was a pleasant surprise. So it was oh cool yeah. To see him, uh, see him be the real Alex Cobb. Um, I'd love to see, uh, love to see that again. Monday would be his next scheduled start. So. We'll see. Say, I mean, I, I am enjoying that. I'm enjoying the fact that I'm actually excited to go ahead and see uh, Cobb pitch. Now, he's just going to be uh, – it's just to go ahead and see what kind of trade bait we can get for him because <laughs> af- after this year, everybody knows he gone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, look at that. Austin Hayes walks. You know, what about, uh, what about Austin Hayes? Are you surprised with the kind of slow start that he's having behind the plate? 
Well, that was going to be he was one he was one of the ones I was going to have crossover on my list. Uh-huh. So he's in my things I liked and things I didn't like. Right. I can just I can just go into it now. I mean, I like the fact that he he's a nuisance on the base path, so you can tell he's going to yeah. be trouble when he gets on. And I do like him at the top of the lineup. Um, so I do enjoy I do, uh, I do enjoy watching him watching him play. Um, mm-hmm. I just think he's had some tough luck because he's really just like he's hit the ball hard. He just happens to hit it right at people. Well, he, well, here's the, well, that's the thing I was going to talk about. You got a leadoff guy. This is going to be his well, not even a full year, but this is his second year. Mm-hmm. He's already sw- he's already got a home run swing, man. Yeah, and that's what I don't like. And I he I think he came up with um, two men on base when we were down seven three something like that. I, I don't know if that's exact. Mm-hmm. But it was one out, two men on base. We were down seven three. He could have really caused some trouble by getting on base. And he oh, goes was, and swings for the fence. Let me let me correct you there. There was nobody out. And okay. Because everybody was just like, "Oh, is he going to? Is he going to drop a bunt? Is he going to drop a bunt?" And then like the next thing you see is him trying to rip the damn ball out of the stadium. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Yeah. And I don't know if he has that kind of power where he can keep that up throughout the season. So he's got to get a. And he did start this game off actually with a little single, and I could tell he wasn't trying to kill the ball. So maybe he already made some adjustments. No, he he's young, so he's coachable. Yeah. So what else did you take out of uh, out of the Boston series? So out of the Boston series, yeah, Cobb was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the fact that DJ Stewart laid down a bunt. That was nice to see. Yeah, I was not expecting that one. No, I don't think anybody was. Always good to see somebody with the nickname of Big Fat uh, dropping a bunt. Big Fat DJ. Big Fat DJ. Yeah, Stewart. <laughs> yeah you got to say the whole thing or it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, that's true. Um, so one thing that was horrendous mm-hmm. was um, the bullpen on that first game. Oh, my God. Those parade of, like, no-name pitchers that we put out there. Mm-hmm. I think you went through them all the week before. Yeah. And they all came out, and they all got shelled. Yep. That was ugly. I mean, not ugly, sorry. That was that, horrendous. That, no, no, no. That, that was straight-up bowling shoe ugly. <laughs> yeah, we, we can say it. It's okay. All right. All right. So uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Wade LeBlanc? Wade LeBlanc, he looked pretty good. Yeah. I liked him. All right, see? He he got in a little bit of trouble, but I mean, honestly, I was impressed with the way that he was pitching. He, you know, he's the same way as every like crafty lefty, though. Mm-hmm. He's not going to throw at 100 miles an hour, right? So he's got to be on point. He he's a guy that I could see having like a up and down season where if he's not on point, he's going to get rocked. Mm-hmm. But that's what you want from a lefty, I guess, right? Yep, a crafty that can come in throw against these um, heavy left-handed hitting teams. Yeah. So, of course, after taking two or three, we were supposed to go ahead and head on down to Miami, and the Orioles actually did fly down to Miami. And uh, as soon as they got down there, they turned the damn plane around, gassed it back up, and headed right back up home to Baltimore. Yep. So, uh, may as well go ahead and get this one out of the way. Uh, Miami Marlins unable to uh, stay out of the strip clubs or wherever they were. Um, Alleged, allegedly. Allegedly. And yeah. half yeah, half of their team go ahead and getting infected. 
So, uh, Marlins, you know, uh, you know what happens when you can't stay out of strip clubs allegedly, and uh, and you practically get the baseball season canceled for us after only a week of being able to play. You know what happens? You just made the list. You stupid idiots! That's going to be our first one of the night, and you know what? I got a couple more. So, uh, All right, so, but so Marlins, Marlins, Marlins made the Marlins are officially on the IL. There you go. They're officially on the list. All right. So, I, mar- I marked it down. And you know what? I, I started hash, uh, hashtagging IL for idiot list. And uh, uh-huh. apparent, apparently that's what Illinois likes to use as well. So if you, <laughs> if you search the uh, hashtag IL, you'll find the idiot list and you also find house listings for Illinois. Well, you know what? I, I, I haven't been on Twitter long, so I can't tell who had that hashtag first. But I'm going to go ahead and say we did. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm gonna, we, we've been around I, a lot longer than Illinois. And I'm going to make a case for putting Illinois on the IL. Ooh. The whole state of you, Illinois. You, you know what? I uh, you Usually I'm the one that goes ahead and puts people on the list, but I'm going to take a step back. And uh, Matt, <laughs> go ahead and take this one. Well, no, that's why I said I was just going to make the case. I'm I'm offering it up to you, yeah. and now you got to make your final final call. You, you know, I, I I like it. I don't think that uh, our listeners should have to deal with uh, Illinois uh, tweets when they're trying to figure out who's on the list and who's not. So uh, thanks for the great suggestion. Entire state of Illinois, <laughs> you just made the list. Stupid idiots. All right. All right. I like that one. All right. So we put uh, – so we put Miami, the Miami Marlins on the list, and the entire state of Illinois. Why not? All right. So of course now we're who, not who Miami. Else? What's up? So who who else made the idiot list? Is there more? All right. So we we want, may as well just jump into this. Yeah. All right. So uh, back on let's see here seven twenty seven. So that would have been what Monday. Uh, there's a wonderful wonderful Twitter account. Uh, of error. Where the heck are they? God dang it! I just had them. Hold on, you're gonna you're gonna have to edit this one out. I'm gonna have to find through uh file through my Twitter here. Ever since that night, we've been together, lovers at first. Do you believe in Oreos magic? Are you a member of the Ravens flock? Would you like to hear stories about dodgeball from two dudes in their thirties? Well, my friend, if you answered yes to any of these, then this podcast could be for you. That's right. Sit down, crack open a cold drink, and listen to the Bleacher Birds. Oh, hey, since we're talking about the Yankees, I can go ahead and mention this one. Um, So... Tweet out earlier said, wasn't Albert Pujols nicknamed The Machine? The, do you remember that? The ESPN commercial where it was Albert Pujols walking around and he was a robot. Uh, he was basically like uh, the Terminator. And uh, he was just like scanning people and people would just talk to him and he'd just be like, no, 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 I'm not a machine. But he was a machine the whole time. I don't remember that. I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar, but um, yeah. I'll take your word for it. 
Uh, that's that's your homework project is to find that on YouTube and clip that one into there. Why didn't you eliminate them, Albert? Shut up. So, <laughs> so Albert Pujols' nickname was the Machine. So, isn't Lay Machine a little bit too close? Um. So who's Lay? D- who's that? DJ Lemayhew. The parents of oh, the Yankees yeah. call him Lay Machine. Oh, that is a little close. I feel that that's certainly just just a little bit too close. And um, it's copyrighted. Yeah, and it's not like Albert Pujols like retired and stopped playing. He's still playing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I have full respect for Albert Pujols. So, uh, you know what happens when uh, when you go ahead and you copy somebody else's nickname? You know what happens when when you just go ahead and throw a little French lay in front of somebody else's nickname and try to make it your own? You know what happens when you're unoriginal? You know what happens when you play for the New York Yankees and you're unoriginal, DJ LeMahieu? You just made lay list. Oh, Lord. Oh, we'll see how he likes that. <laughs> so our, uh, our third and almost final, because guess what? I came up with one more tonight, and it's going to be a, a just real doozy that the hot Irish wife is going to absolutely love. Uh, okay. But... The British Orioles, at British Orioles on Twitter, British Baltimore Orioles fans, say there might be no ball game for the O's tonight, but thanks to MLB Europe for keeping us entertained with this bag of goodies. And this was on 727 as well. So MLB Europe, a uh, affiliate of MLB, obviously, went ahead and mailed out this package to uh, the British Orioles fans. And the keyword here is Orioles fans. And what they did was they sent a little package here. It says 2020 opening day. It's got some Golden Slugger IPA, uh, some Hers potato chips and Snyder's pretzels, uh, a baseball, a uh, box of Twinkies for some reason. And then it has, and I'm just now seeing this, it, it comes with a face cover, but it's a L.A. Dodgers face cover and a L.A. Dodgers baseball hat. And again, they sent this to the British Baltimore Orioles fans. I saw that, and uh, you know what I say to uh, to MLB Europe? I said, a Dodgers hat? Hey, MLB, you know what we do to MLB affiliates that send the wrong team's hat to Oriole fans? <laughs> you know what we do? You know where you're going, right? You just made the list. You stupid idiots. There they go. Is at MLB Europe is, uh, is also on the list. The only connection I can see there is like the Manny connection, right? Yeah, but Manny's in San Diego now. Yeah, I know. So they screwed up even worse. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where you find that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, that just doesn't make sense. All right. Well, we got a full roster on the uh, IL right so, now. Yeah. I mean, we, we got a we got a full group of them. So, yeah. um, and you know what? I, 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 do feel a little bit bad. I'm going to go ahead and take one more person off of the list this week. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and scratch Mayor McCheese off of the list. <laughs> um, you know, I feel I might have acted a little bit harshly. And I okay. feel that uh, most of these people on the list really just need to be sports related. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, have to be my personal interactions. All right, so that was more of like a um, heat of the moment type thing. Yeah, I think that was a heat of the moment. But um, but you know what? I, I feel like we'll leave that one spot open 
for uh, non-sports related. Mm-hmm. Um, and Illinois does not count as that one team, as that one group, because they're taking over the uh, IL. So that is sports related for us. Okay. But what I'm going to do is I take off Mayor McCheese, you know, myself and the hot Irish wife and Alyssa uh, all went down to, uh, all went down to cold fire for some, uh, for some dinner tonight. And uh, <laughs> when we went there, we went there, we had our mask on, we went in, and the waitress sat us down, we placed our order and uh, our food comes out. And of course, we go ahead, we take off our mask, and uh, we start eating. And we've got some french fries. My wife asked for a bottle of ketchup. The uh, the waitress comes back out and brings this bottle of ketchup, gives it to my wife. My wife grabs the bottle of ketchup. It's a glass bottle of Heinz 57 ketchup. So my wife grabs it. And, you know, of course, you need, you need to shake up the ketchup a little bit to go ahead and get that stuff out. So when my wife shakes it, ketchup goes flying all over the place. (laughs) All over the damn place. And now I'm talking to my wife while she's doing this, and I'm not really paying much attention. And I look up, and my wife looks something out of a 1980s horror movie. Like, she just got slashed by Jason or Freddy or take your pick. And, uh... It was uh, it was rough. She was covered in ketchup all over. Ketchup was all over the table, all over, just everywhere. And you know what you're think what you're probably thinking is what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this waitress on the list. But I'm not because here's what happened. The waitress was back inside. She had already handed the bottle of ketchup and had gone back inside. Another waitress comes out, and she's helping another table, and as soon as she gets done, I say to her, I said, excuse me, do you think we could get some more napkins for my wife? And she looks (laughs) at my wife, who, again, is covered in ketchup and is wiping off the ketchup off of her, and she says, oh, sure, I can grab a couple. And walks back in. <laughs> now here's the thing. It took 10 minutes before my wife had new napkins. <laughs> and a couple. Well, she brought out a handful. But it was just like. Okay. Why on earth? Like what? She literally stared. Like confused. Just like why do they need more napkins? They've got you know three or four right there. Why would they possibly need more? My wife is covered in ketchup. Yeah, you would think in the restaurant uh, business, that's a red alert. And and if you're a listener of her podcast, and you're also a poker player, you know the story of my wife in Old Navy. So needless to say, I was expecting explosions. I was expecting just fireworks. I was expecting my wife to just jump up onto the table and like just... Scream bloody murder. Um, but she handled it like a pro. There were no words that could have come out of her mouth. She just cleaned herself off and then ate in a ketchup-covered T-shirt. 
What, what, what do we want to call this one? What do you think? Nancy Napkins? <laughs> Nancy Napkins. That's a good one. Nancy Napkins? Nancy Napkins of Coal Fire who doesn't like to give napkins to people who are covered in ketchup? You know what happens when you take too long getting napkins for people who are covered in ketchup? You just made the list. All right. All right. There she goes. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Before we, um, I want to back up here. All right. So that's, she's, she deserves to be on there. Yeah. Nancy Napkins definitely deserves to be on there. So I'm trying to understand what happened here with the ketchup. All right. So, so the you're saying, you're, you're saying this was a glass bottle, right? It's a glass bottle of ketchup. All right. With the, um, with the, with the screw on cap, right? With the screw on cap. And what they did is they okay. brought in a cap that was completely just like, it was just on there. It wasn't screwed on it at all. Okay. Okay. So she was shaking up the ketchup. So you weren't saying she was shaking the ketchup to put it on her plate. Cause I know you, you know, with those bottles, you got to like shake them a lot. And, yeah, and hit she, them. Was, she was shaking up the ketchup because you know, a lot of the time the ketchup goes to the bottom and, and you get that light water yeah, stuff get... up at the top. So she wanted to make sure that she had, you know, the, just the good stuff. And she was just shaking the bottle. I gotcha. Okay. And she was just shaking it like a Polaroid picture. That's what I figured happened because yeah, you got to get rid of that ketchup water. Yeah. In the beginning. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. So Nancy Napkins on the list. Nancy Napkins on the list. All right. All right. So do you want to dive? Uh, you want to dive a little deeper into this list, or? You got more? Well, that's that's all the new additions. But do we want to just just run right. through everybody else that's on the list real quick, and we'll we'll double check whether or not they deserve to stay on the list or not. All right, so here we go. All right. So number one, we got the Blue Jays fan base for not being able to handle their alcohol and throwing bottles at our at Oriole players. Yeah, absolutely. They they uh, they will be on the list until I stop making a list, and even then, they will still be the only people to remain on the list. All right. Well, we'll see because Mayor McCheese had a short run, so. Right. You could have a – everyone's on, everyone uh, has a chance to be removed. All right. All right, number two, Trash Bag Charlie. We all know what he does. Yep, Trash Bag Charlie's still on the list for uh, taking trash bags to baseball games and offering people $5 for their bobblehead or whatever the giveaway is and then selling it on right. eBay for 50 Next, we've got MLB insider John Heyman for blocking Bleacher Birds. So John Heyman still, uh, still blocks – still blocks bleacher birds so uh he's still on the list all right number four we got washington the i guess the entire state of washington or no entire the the owners the owners fans and the whole washington football team organization that's correct so uh, we're we're not putting the state of washington on the uh on the right it's just, we already uh, have one state on there, so yeah, it, it's the Landover professional football team, their fans, and their owner all on the list. Okay. All right. Next, we got Bob Ursay. Uh, Bob Ursay, uh, still burning in hell for moving football out of Baltimore, uh, still on the list. Okay, number six, controversial one. Mm-hmm. Matt and Josh Roca for a total jerk move. So. Uh, you know, we we will have to tell you what. So let's let's look into this right now. So if we go to www.bleacherbirds.com, 
And what it does, so BleacherBirds.com links directly to Birdland Sports, which we are now a part of. Uh, we are now affiliated with Birdland Sports. And oh, we, okay, so that's official? So we, we are now official. If you go to uh, BleacherBirds.com, that will send you to BirdlandSports.com slash show slash Bleacher dash Birds backslash. All right, and, well, uh, I mean. You can go there. You can find all of our fantastic podcasts, even this one, once it's uh, once it's recorded and published. And uh, you can get a little snippet of what our artwork is, a nice little uh, picture of the background of the harbor. Uh, and, yeah, every single one of our podcasts. Cool. So, and I'm not quite sure why, but if you browse down far enough, there's a, a advertisement for dresses by a company called Rotita. And I'm pretty sure they're not giving us any money, so we'll have to talk talk about that. We're not seeing anything from that, huh? No, no, no. We're not seeing anything for that. Mm. So well, I was uh, gonna say, I was gonna say, since they linked to our our podcast, you might want to take them off. But I don't uh, know. You know, I mean, you think that we might want to take them off, but here's here's the truth of the matter. Of course, we talked about our podcast or about our poker games that we play every week. Well, last week we were a little late starting our poker game, and uh, it was really boring because there was no uh, there was no Zoom chat, or so I thought. Um, poker game starts at eight, and then uh, you know it, Zoom chat should have already been up by then. But uh, Josh did not uh, did not invite me to the Zoom chat in time, so I got bored and just you know kind of just I was like, yeah, the heck with it. It's not worth it. Uh, it, it wasn't a big pot. It wasn't a it just wasn't interesting. You couldn't talk to anybody. And uh, so it was just really wasn't a good time. So uh, I think for being a poor poker host, um, I think Josh needs to remain on the list. Uh, again, for a total jerk move. And uh, even though he's already got us on birdlandsports.com slash show slash bleacher dash birds backslash, um, I still feel like... Uh, you know, it it was a good move, but, uh, you know, I think Josh and Matt are still going to have to stay on the list. All right, you want me to keep going? Yep, keep going. All right, number seven, at Dan Clark Sports. All right, so Dan Clark. For, Dan, Dan so wait Clark, a second. So my, what's that? The reasoning I have, I, I thought the reasoning is good for him. Mm-hmm. The reason he's on the um, IL is because he's the immortal jackass of Twitter. And you know what? That's that's probably uh, better than what I had because I had him as the true cancer of Twitter. So uh, immortal jackass Dan Clark is uh, still yes, still on the list. He's yeah, an Australian jackass who claims to be affiliated with Baltimore Sports and uh, claimed that he was a, a part of uh, part of Orioles baseball broadcasting. Uh, and reporters, and he was in no way affiliated with any of those. He's just a uh, just a jackass from Australia looking for attention. <laughs> All right. Oh, I like that description too. I might have to change that for next time. <laughs> All right, jackass from right. Australia. <laughs> just looking for attention. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so last on our original list was um, Ed from NDL. So Ed from NDL, uh, still on the list. He he purposely ruined uh, ruined the sport of dodgeball. He threw himself onto competitive teams that uh, that he had no business being on. 
Uh, he thinks that stingers are okay. Meanwhile, pinching is not. And uh, he didn't appreciate Dancing Jimmy Richards' get up when uh, Dancing Jimmy was wearing uh, Daisy Dukes and a cut off tube top and had a mullet and a <laughs> sweet, sweet mustache. So uh, for no appreciation of dodgeball or uh, or Dancing Jimmy Richards, Ed's still on the lust. All right. All right. A lot of that, that, including the new ones we just put on, that'll wrap it up. All right. So that wraps All up right. the list for this week. All righty. Real quick, you wanna you're gonna stick with your uh, Santander um, call for next home run? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Do Do you pick somebody else now that you just got one? Now that I'm thinking, yeah, I might as well switch to somebody else, right? Yeah, may as well. I'm gonna go um, Pat Valeka. Pat Valeka. All right. I got a feel. I got a feeling he he got the start tonight. All right. You know his look. Here kind of reminds me of a uh, Nate McLeod. Uh, yeah, see, somebody made the comparison last time that he was a uh, knockoff Nate McLeod. Nate McLeod. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I do like that. Yeah, so I'm going to pull for him for my next one. All right. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, is there any predictions for the O's for, uh, against the Rays? Um, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I didn't think the Orioles were going to take two out of three from Boston, but realistically this podcast is going to go ahead and come up on Sunday. So people are going to be listening to it. Just be like, what the heck are these idiots talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. but let's, let's just go ahead and assume that we split the first two with the Rays on Friday and Saturday. What do you think is going to happen on the exciting third game on Sunday, Matt? <laughs> As we preview well, the game four days ahead of time. All right. Well, didn't you say um, Malone was going to be making that start again? Uh, yeah, Tommy Malone. Tommy Malone, yeah, slated to start on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I'm going to say he's going to turn it around. All right. That first one was warm-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say he's going he's gonna to go five innings, give up two runs. Yeah. All right. And the Orioles are going to pull, pull off a win. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, do you think by Sunday Austin Hayes will hit one home run? Yeah, he's definitely going to try. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I'll tell you what. So why don't we get uh, get out of MLB a little bit? And uh, did you have anything for your KBO update? So I want to just do a quick one again because we've already gone a little bit here. Yeah. biggest part the biggest takeaway is the fans are back fans are back nc dinos are still in first place that's right, <laughs> that's right. did you look that up you just knew no i just knew all right yeah well you're right they're still in first place but the fans are back which is awesome uh-huh. and um actually uh, that was my very first tweet that i sent out there about the fans being back in kbo which to me, I don't know if you saw clips or anything or watched any of it, but it sounds way better than the video game noise they're pumping in. Yeah. And we didn't talk about that. What do you think about that? So are they singing the whole time now? or uh... They're definitely, like, chanting, but it's weird. One of the rules um, for being back in the stadium, mm-hmm. a real, like, rule is limited cheering. So they're not, like, going all out because they're afraid of getting, like, kicked out of the stadium for – 
Hmm. You know, excessive cheering. Excessive cheering. Yeah. All right. Very strange. Very strange. But it is cool to see. Now, why this all hold up? Why do you got to yawn every time we go to do the KBO segment? Well, yeah, it's it's nine o'clock, right? Or it's eight thirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying we got to figure out a better recording process say, because for whatever reason, every time we record, I have to be at work at five o'clock in the morning. So I'm just like dead tired by this point in time. Well, we can figure that out, but when, even when we're going at 7.30 and we jump right into KBO, you slip in a yawn, <sighs> and it's uh, it's quite insulting. Is it, though? It's insulting to me. It's insulting to the country of Korea. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I want to keep doing these segments, but I don't know if is I it, can. Is it? Is it... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, I would say that. Don't say something that's going to make me edit more. So did you... Uh, what do you What do you think about the video game noise being pumped in? I mean, I, honestly, I'm okay with it. Yeah? See, I, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just... I'm, uh, I'm browsing through your... Uh, <laughs> I'm browsing through your, your followers on Twitter. You know you're up to seven followers? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about. I got I got the army of I got the army of Shrokas following me. How many of them are there? Well, it's it's just Matt and Josh. I have no idea who Joseph Soroka is. <laughs> okay. I have no idea who he is. Uh, okay, I just I figured he was I figured he was related. Yeah, well, maybe he is. No, but, but that's uh, great though. They gave me some pity pity follows there. It, I tell you what, if if he is and he follows you and he doesn't follow me, he he's uh, he's got to aim in for the list here. <laughs> so, no, that's Rook, great. If you're listening, <laughs> no, but that's great. I'm glad those guys that gave me some uh, pity follows there. Yeah, yeah and, and and you you know who else follows you? Who's that? Is the uh, hashtag Hot Irish Wife? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you better not be sliding into our DMs. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> I was thinking after I was thinking after that first tweet, I got no reaction. I was thinking about just quitting it already. Now, come on now, I'm I'm looking at both your tweets. They both have one whole like. Yeah, and who are they from? And probably Bleacher Birds. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rough world, man. Yeah, I didn't think I would get so invested so quickly, but. I did. Well, you know. Anyway, you know what it is. I think it's. I think it's the picture of the uh, picture of the cat. Mm-hmm. That's my cat, man. Nobody, nobody likes cats. All right. Well, a couple more um, quick notes here, KBO. All right. Before you get into that, what is the name of your cat? The cat's name is Nucky. Nucky. So yeah, the picture on Twitter is my cat Nucky wearing an ice cream Baltimore Orioles helmet from the stadium. So that is N U C K Y. N U C K Y. Yeah. Is there a story behind um, you're not you're not you're not taking that down to add Nucky to a certain list, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? This cat looks like a serial killer. I'm not trying to <laughs> Yeah, there's a um there's a there's a story behind the name. And if you watch that show uh, Boardwalk Empire, you'll know why. All right. Oh, I guess uh, I'll never know so- why because I've never heard of that show. All right, well, something to look out for. All right. All right, well, let me uh, let me uh, get through this KBO segment so you don't fall asleep on me here. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. 
So Addison Russell, he's made his debut. He's had two games so far. So he he's um I think he's three for nine, but he's come up with some pretty big hits already. And uh, three for nine, still hitting three hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he he looks comfortable already, and he looks like he's having fun. All right, time to come back home to the U.S. and play shortstop for the O's. <laughs> because uh, with Enrique Iglesias uh, out with his bad ankle or whatever it is, or a strained calf, you know we get oh. this guy an opening. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Just when he was hitting hitting five hundred. Yeah, that's why he's not playing today. Oh boy! All right. So. Well, that was good while it lasted, huh? Yeah. Let's hope that Enrique doesn't go to the real IL. All right. So I wanted to. Um... Talk about one player in the KBO. Okay. And then we'll and then we'll end it there. I'm gonna send you a picture. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Right. <laughs> so this guy Mr. Band aid nipples. <laughs> I don't know where that that's one of the first pictures Google him. <laughs> but this guy's name is uh this guy's name is Yu Hui Kwan. Yu Hui Kwan. He plays for the Doosan Bears. All right. He's been he's been with the team for eleven years. Mm-hmm. Looks like he started there and he's gonna end his career there. So if I'm gonna read you some of his numbers, they're not exactly exciting. And I don't think this guy's gonna be in any KBO Hall of Fame anytime soon. But um he's a legend because just because obviously the, the picture. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a reason for that. The chasing when he's pitching, probably something like that. I'm guessing, but this guy is like a star over there. He's in like tons of commercials, like dancing in commercials. So he's got an ERA, lifetime ERA of 4.45, not great. Uh-huh. And 11 years pitching, he's got 93 wins. So that's also not great. But but this is the guy who throws up curveballs at 49 miles an hour and fools these fools all these batters in KBO. Now, so. isn't that isn't that what they call a uh... What is it that they call that pitch where it's like forty nine where it's forty nine miles an hour? It's like a Jarvis pitch or something like that. <laughs> the Ethos. 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 Yeah. Yeah, good old Ethos pitch. Yeah, so he, that's his specialty, man. He's fun to watch. All right. But yeah, I, I just like him because of his personality really. So He's now, a character. Now Matt, you pitched for years and uh you know, even playing dodgeball, I, you weren't typically one to take your shirt off. Did you put uh band aids on your nipples when you were throwing too? <laughs> I did not, but if I would have known about that trick I might have tried it. That, that would have been interesting. I mean, half of the um uniforms you wore that that would have been nothing compared to those. Yeah, see, and again, I, I don't recall, say, because I, I think all those uniforms were being worn by either Lou Barrels or Dancing Jimmy Richards or uh, El Dacho Loco or um, any one of those characters. I don't ever remember dressing like that. Well, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the banana suits, the gorilla costumes. The <laughs> <laughs> I did play dodgeball. I'm sure, you had a, I'm sure you had a hot dog costume, too. I, I can't remember. I'm sure. All right. Well, that's it for KBO. That's it for KBO. All right. That wraps up our KBO segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, KBO, once again, brought to you by the Honey Pig Diner over in uh, Elkett City. It's on Route 40. I don't remember what their address is, but our KBO segment is always brought to you by the Honey Pig Diner. 
All right, so uh, why don't we just take a uh, take a little quick detour? Say uh, from MLB, we're going to jump over to the NFL. The players rated the players of 2019 into the uh, top 100 of uh, NFL players. Have you been keeping uh, keeping track of this? I saw the last part of it. So, and and that's the most important part. So, you want to make sure you're saving the best for last. Uh, the NFL players have all agreed that the top player in the NFL is uh, Patrick. Uh, oh, whoop, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's Russell. No, no, that's not it. That's not it either. It's uh, Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson, number one ranked player by the players in the NFL right now. So, uh Congrats to uh, you know, for that award. Yeah, I like that one actually, and I wasn't aware of like what this list was. Mm-hmm. And normally, I don't like these lists where I don't like all these lists that come out before the season or whatever yeah. uh, team rankings and all that stuff. But since this one is put out by the players, is that what you're saying? Yeah, this was a list that was made <laughs> by players, voted by the peers. It wasn't by a bunch of uh, by a bunch of jerks with pens and notepads and. Um, right. You know, it wasn't a bunch of uh, uh, the press putting it together. This was actually by players voting. This was by the players for the players. For the players by the players. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's actually pretty good because a lot of these guys have already played against Lamar Jackson and they could tell. Oh, and, and you got to remember, after the games were over with, the, the line of people just trying to get him to autograph a jersey was just outlandish. Um, you know, I always think about the the Jets game where the entire team lined up and they had to bring out a box of jerseys for Lamar to autograph for him. Is it because he smoked them? Probably. Yeah. Hey, there's a strikeout. Aaron Hicks strikes out swinging. All right. So while we're talking about um, Lamar Jackson, uh-huh. I know you want to get into this news story. So I saw something. What did you see? I know you were probably, probably jumping out of your seat when you saw this. So go ahead. You have another Lamar Jackson tidbit? No, I don't. You don't? No. Okay. Well, this is, I'm going to break it to you then. All right. So he came out in an interview and he's pretty uh, much uh, advocating. I know where you're going here. You're talking about Antonio right, Brown. I am. Yeah. So, so they talked to him about Antonio Brown and the only thing that he said was that he really liked, uh, he really liked playing catch with him and that, um, you know, he would hope that he gets to do it again. All right, let's see here. Lamar Jackson on Antonio Brown. There's no quit with him. That's the type of guy we need in our locker room. I feel like our locker room is different than other locker rooms. There's a brotherhood going on. None of that outside noise, strictly inside. Right. All right, so that's so new. So that's that's another thing that he's tweeting about. He's Maybe he is, uh, he is making a pretty good push for him. Yeah. See, the the first tweet that I saw just said that uh, Lamar Jackson says he's still hoping the Ravens sign Antonio Brown, but this was the first time that I've seen this uh, seen this one. Yeah, so he he fully came out and said he would like him in the locker room. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't like it, but if he sees something in it and he can control him. Oh, and you know, I think the the whole thing is he. Uh, if Antonio Brown came to air locker room and he started acting up, the players police themselves in there and they would take care of it. 
And you know that Harbaugh is not going to deal with any crap just to the same extent that uh, Belichick didn't deal with any crap from him. No. So he could be in and out very, very quickly. So, I mean, mm-hmm. why not take a flyer on formerly one of the best wide receivers in the NFL? I know you like the idea. I love the idea. You, you imagine you got Antonio Brown on one side, Hollywood Brown on the other. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you still even got uh, Mark Andrews on the inside, you know, and, and our running game is going to be huge. It's just like you can't defend against all of that. No. You know, I mean, in all honesty, look at what we did with no wide receivers last year. And if you had a, a top name like Antonio Brown, I mean, we we would be devastating. I still don't trust him. Yeah. So uh, here's a but we'll see. I mean, around I the around the NFL seven hours ago. John Harbaugh respects Lamar Jackson's stance on signing Antonio Brown. We will look at any and every player at all times. And so you know what? Hey, AB, welcome to the Ravens. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll root I'll root for him, but I'm I'm very weary of it. Well, you, you know, and that just makes me think if you have to get uh if you have to get the missus permission for uh for going to uh going to Bowie and playing some baseball, um are, are you going to be coming by for the games? Or are you not not allowed for for that either? I don't know, man. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. You can come over and say, "Well, I'll build you your own special box with plexiglass." <laughs> and um, anytime the Ravens do something good, say me and Jay will just come smack on the glass. All right. All right. Well, if you if you call me, if you're gonna call me out on that, on the air here, <laughs> I just gotta say, you know, she's got, you know, she's got some serious asthma. She's on like two inhalers a day, and that's before all this. So now, see, you're not you making know. this fun by go ahead and bringing health into this. I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I, I'm trying to just make it seem like you're you're whipped and you're being controlled. I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to bring facts into this. I'm. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to uh, dispel that rumor there. All right. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the, a lot of a lot of NFL players are dropping out left and right. So. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen with the NFL season too. So. Yeah, it's true. If this MLB season blows up, I don't know. That's not going to look good. No, it's not. So I got some uh, – I was going to see if you saw any of that Astros-Dodgers brawl the other day and what's yeah, been going so, on with uh, them. Why don't you go ahead and take us through this, because I'll go ahead and comment my uh, two bits in there. So Tuesday night, I think the Astros and Dodgers played for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. Joe Kelly comes in. I, I don't know if he was pitching the first time somebody got thrown out, but um, – Bregman got a pitch thrown at his head, like near his head, right? Mm. And then uh, Carlos Correa gets up. Another ball sails by his head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he goes on to strike him out. And then he taunts him on the way back to the bench. So yeah. And tells him to go sit over there on the bench because he struck out. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, it's great, man. Like the um, the interaction he had with him on the way back to the bench was great. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I think it's that, fantastic. That, and I think that's what actually got him that eight-game suspension because he, he pretty much said, yeah, that was intentional at that point. Yeah. Now, and that's why he now, got suspended. are you in agreement with this, uh, 
with this that the suspension is just complete and utter BS? I think the suspension is a little harsh, but I can see why they did it. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of factors involved there. So, I mean, he pretty much he pretty much came out and said he did it on purpose by taunting him. Mm-hmm. You're like inciting a brawl mm. in the pandemic, right? When you're trying to keep the players away from each other, right? So that's the other problem. And I think that's an outside perspective. I think that's a that's a good look from your side because it's not something that a lot of people were talking about. A lot of people were talking about, you know, well, you know, yeah, he just went ahead and, and threw at a guy, you know, what's that for an eight-game suspension? Meanwhile, the Astros didn't get suspended, uh, didn't get suspended at all for cheating the entire season. And uh, that's a lot of people's perspective as uh, Anthony Santander comes up to bat in the bottom of the fifth. Um, but you know, at this point in time, I got to side with the pitcher here, and it's just like you, you know what, it, the Astros are going to take their licks whether COVID's going on or not. You know, I think that's been demonstrated. I mean, it was Kansas City last week that hit like three of their batters. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna they're gonna take their uh, take their butt kicking. Yeah, and I'm actually. No, and I'm saying I can see why that suspension happened, mm. why it was uh, pretty hefty at eight games, but I'm glad he did it. I'm on the side of – Yeah. I mean, I think I think you remember <laughs> my feelings on the Astros. And I, I think it I think it gets appealed. I think you're, uh, you're probably looking at a four-game suspension once the appeal happens. Yeah, just so he misses one start, right? Yep. Or one. Whatever. Is he a reliever? I don't even know. Oh, pay attention, Dodger Baseball. <laughs> Now that Manny's not on there anymore, you don't watch them, huh? Yeah, even though Mookie Betts is my favorite uh, favorite Dodger of all time. Right. <laughs> so, Mookie's starting his own list. You, you got anything else? So, I saw an interesting headline. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw this, but a Buffalo woman's death notice mentions Tom Brady. Have you seen this? What? Yeah, so apparently uh, a woman in Buffalo named Carol Scarcella mm-hmm. recently passed away. Okay. And I guess she wanted these, she had a list that she wanted mentioned in her death notice that she prepared. So number one on the list was um, she wanted everyone to know she was a fan of reading, especially Stephen King novels. Okay. Number two, she was um, very fond of smoking. Like, uh, she even went on to say she smoked millions of cigarettes throughout her life. Uh huh. Number three, uh, she was a big fan of slot machines and Facebook games. And number four, which is where this uh, this story caught my eye, she wanted everyone to know she had a love of the New York Yankees and a hatred of Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds, like, so she, uh, that sounds like two. Uh, it sounds like two different sides of the spectrum. Loves the Yankees, hates Tom Brady. Well, you know, th- there's a whole New York Boston rivalry Boston thing, yeah. yeah. And just out of respect, so number five is her investment in her kids' schools. So, but I thought that was great that uh, in her, you know, her last. Um, <laughs> Jesus. The thing to be remembered by, she wanted everyone to know she hated Tom Brady. That's fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, y- you know, it just, that gives me, uh, 
that gives me something to to look forward to and trying to one up. So yeah, I was gonna ask you on your death notice what what are you gonna put in there? Yeah, what I'm thinking is you I might, you gotta just, I might just have him read off the list one more time. <laughs> there you go. Just be like, even in death, the following people are still on my list. So you heard it, man. If you're on that list, you got to get off before Jimmy. Uh, before Jimmy puts that. <laughs> uh, have, before you put that out there, that'd be great. After this episode's uh, published, and there there is no episode fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm on the list forever. <laughs> oh man alright so let's close this one up with a dodgeball story okay. uh, I came prepared with this one and All right. this is about the uh, the death or possible resurrection of one Lou Barrels <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. so this story said we have to travel over to uh, travel to our trip to Vegas and uh, this again was an NDL sponsored tournament. So Ed, who is on the list, um, was running this tournament. And Lou, Crazy Lou, Dancing Lou, was on the court, and he was uh, he was playing, and he was in a turtle position. Excuse me, which is a uh, and he was kind of solo turtle. So basically, he had a ball that he was blocking and he was hunched down as slow as he could possibly go. And uh, Lou was holding the ball to go ahead and block any shots that were coming at him, but again, say this is why we do not necessarily approve of stingers. Um, because the kid went ahead and threw the stinger, you know, probably 96 miles an hour like John Means. And uh, poor Lou couldn't get the ball up in time. And the ball hit him in the face so hard uh, that Lou's glasses came flying off, his headband came flying off, and uh, you know even even Lou's uh, hair, which may or may not have been a wig, <laughs> went flying off as a result of that shot. Right? Uh, do you uh, do you remember that game? Oh yeah, I remember that. So where were you at the time? I was on the court. Uh-huh. So you, I was on the court. So you were at the court. Poor Lou Barrels had just been decapitated by a ball. Uh, oh, yeah. It took one right off the noggin. At what point in time did you realize that Lou was out for the count? Um, <laughs> well, the game had completely stopped. Uh-huh. And Lou wasn't getting up. No, he was not. Usually, you know, some players, they can, they, uh, they take one, take a hard shot and... They take a couple seconds to shake it loose, but this one, yeah, it being a stinger, and I don't know if everybody knows what that is. It's like a almost like a softball size dodgeball, right? Right. A fair comparison. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe a tiny bit bigger than a softball, but uh, yeah, th- this was a stinger coming at him, uh, yeah. ninety nine an hour. So uh, sports goggles, right? Yeah, sports goggles. That probably didn't help. Because it um, probably pushed those goggles right into his head too. Yeah, say easy, easy to say that Lou was definitely concussed uh, when it happened, um, and you know he was kind of carried off the court, uh, not necessarily stretchered because the NDL didn't necessarily have those uh, 
have those professional practices in place. But uh, Lou was more or less dragged off the court by his arms and then uh, laid onto bleachers. Uh, and at that point in time, Lou disappeared. And Lou disappeared. Uh, we, we thought maybe he was taken back to uh, taken back to a hospital and being checked on. Um, but we, after the tournament, went ahead and checked the local hospital. Lou was not checked in. Um, mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody checked in with a concussion due to dodgeball to the head, uh, as we definitely asked about that. And, uh, again, say Lou was nowhere to be found. And, you know, I've never seen Lou since then. So, I mean, no, the last thing that was left of Lou was a headband and a pile of hair. So, so that, that is true for what we remember. However, um, you know, it was very shortly after that we met up with El Dajo Loco and we found uh-huh. out that uh, El Dajo had actually uh, been trained by Lou Barrels and uh, Lou had trained him down in Mexico City and uh, <laughs> Lou was taking some time off and he was just kind of just relaxing, throwing the ball against the wall and Dajo asked him, you know, what are you doing? And uh, that's when Lou explained dodgeball to El Dajo Loco and mm-hmm. uh, El Dodger Loco went ahead and did a career change. He left the world of luchador, lucha libre dodgeball, or lucha libre wrestling, and became the world's first and greatest luchador dodgeball player. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, oh, wow. there's, a, there's a little history for you, a little history behind Lou Barrels, and even a little history behind uh, El Dodger Loco. Uh, Lou, if by any chance at all that you're listening, and I don't necessarily know that... Uh, that this podcast airs down in Mexico city. But if you are in fact listening, we'd love to have you on. Uh, we'd love to talk to you, see, see how you're doing and catch up with you. And, um, just a open invite for you. No, oh, that's great. He left a little legacy, you know, legacy lives on and, uh, El Dodger Loco. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, um, we'll go ahead and we'll leave it on that note. If you want to reach out to us, uh, of course you can reach out to us on the Twitter uh, I am at Bleacher Birds, and you. I am at Bleacher Matt. At Bleacher Matt, um, uh-huh. you know. And by the way, say well, real quick. Say we talked about keeping Josh Soroko on the list. Um, Josh went ahead and messaged me the other day, and he said that uh, he noticed that Bleacher Bird Matt was still available. So, uh, you know, all the more reason he keeps on poking the bear. So, yeah, he. He definitely needs to stay on that list. Well, here, well, here's a, we'll, we'll talk about that real quick. I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm doing. All right. Because I tried to sign up for that. I tried for what well, we even said that was my name uh-huh. on Twitter last week. But, you know, I went back on there and they, they were calling me something like that. So the name was Bleacher Bird, Matt. Uh-huh. But, then, but then the at was something else. And the at couldn't be that long of a name. Uh-huh. So that's when I changed it to at Bleacher Matt. Oh, okay. So if somebody tries to make Bleacher at Bleacherberg Matt, I don't think it's going to fit. I don't know. Well, so you you, you heard the challenge out there, uh, Birdland and Ravens Flock. Say so if you can go ahead and make the uh, Twitter account at Bleacherberg Matt and uh, prove <laughs> Matt wrong that you can in fact make that name. The uh, the challenge has been laid out. So well, you probably can because again, I have no idea what I'm doing on there. All right. 
All right. Well, again, folks, they reach out to us on Twitter at BleacherBirds, at BleacherMatt. We went ahead and gave out four digits of Matt's phone number. So if you can guess Matt's phone number within those uh, four digits while go ahead and putting out the other five yourself, go for that. You can reach Matt at any point in time. He prefers phone calls uh, between the hours of 1 and 4 a.m. So please just go ahead and give Matt a ring. And uh, other than that, uh, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond, uh, we will talk to you next week. All right, see you later. See ya. Next year, it'll be something else. Hey, you know what? That's okay. I'm all right with it. Same, same day. Yeah. Home right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Ephus. 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 Yeah. Yeah, good old Ephus, bitch. <laughs>